Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh. find her. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. What is up, everybody? Just doing a cold open here. So I have PFC, Pretty Fit Collector, Tia, on the show today. And um, just, I think I say it in the show, but I'll just give more background real quick. Oh, essentially, I was going to Instagram, because that's what us cool kids do, and um, she pulled up uh, on my suggestions feed, and I saw, the first thing I saw was her collection, I said, like, holy crap, I was like, okay, and she had, she has personality, and gorgeous, and I was like, wow, it's cool, like the picture kept moving, she kept popping up, because I forget, once you like something, it just keeps showing it over and over and over again. And so I just started kind of just like kind of stalking her page and saying, oh, wow, I wonder if she would be willing to do a, a podcast interview. Because as you guys know, I've been trying to get so many collectors on. Um, we had <laughs> Dylan from Figure Four Photos on, and that's the only one I've been able to get on, mainly because of um, language barrier issues. But there have been people who have been willing to come on, just I don't have a translator. Not a good one. <laughs> Let's just leave it there. Um, but she was very nervous. She was super cool. Um, if at times it feels like I take over the conversation, that was by mistake. But it was because she was saying things that I didn't expect, like her, to build her brand. And and she's just a very positive person. It was super cool to have her on. So um, I, I would love to have her on again uh, after her experiences. I don't want to spoil the podcast too much, but we go about 30 minutes. Um, but no, I just give her a follow. Her links are in the description. Um, give her a follow. She's, she's definitely worth it. So, uh, here's the show. What's up everybody. Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the slow chemical. And today we have pretty fit collector PFC Tia, um, here. And I don't even remember the first, I think the, I don't remember I know it happened on Instagram because everything happens on social media now. And legitimately, I think she was in my recommendations. I was like, who the hell is this? And I started go, just like doing what other people do, you know, normal people stalking you on Instagram. And I was just like, wow, she's a real collector. And I said, let me reach out to her and see if she wants to be on the show. Because as you guys know, collecting is a huge part of my life. And uh, I talk about the figures I got and the top 10 figures and stuff. And when I saw her collection, I've only seen, I'm sure, just a, a fraction of it. I was like, okay. I need to reach out. So I decided to reach out. She was gracious enough to say yes. So how are you doing today, Tia? Hi, I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking and thank you for having me on. So, it's so a wonderful day today. Oh, it is. <laughs> so let's, let's just get right into it. So where did your love of wrestling come from? Um, at a very young age. I, uh, I'm a 90s baby. So attitude error was everything. Um, <laughs> I had an uncle who was really into it and, you know, he watching it constantly, having all the awesome toys, you know, having magazines. It was just something I gravitated towards. And I wasn't allowed, you know, to uh, watch per se, because growing up in a Hispanic household, 
it was just something too gruesome, especially that era. It was just, you know, raunchy and nobody gave a damn or anything, you know, and um, my parents were just opposed. They were like, no, you, you're not allowed. So I would kind of like, you know, do what everybody did in the Attitude Era and didn't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can cuss. You can cuss. You're just fine. <laughs> okay. Um, and, you know, I would sneak off to watch it when I could, stay up late, you know, try to, you know, catch Monday Night Raw and whatnot. And, <laughs> and that was kind of it. And then, I, you know, I, I kind of fell out for fell off for a little bit. But, you know, I came back into it in my adult years. And, it, you know, now I'm fully been, <laughs> I'm in all the way. So what made you fall off? And what years, if you remember those, did you fall off? Um, I want to say the early 2000s. Okay. Um, I want to say like 2001. It was only because I was going into my, you know, teenage years and it just, to others, it wasn't as cool anymore, I guess. And right. it was just something that I, like, I just stopped watching. And as I got older, you know, just being friends, you know, having friends influenced by other things, I was just kind of, you know, leaning more towards just being a kid, I guess you could say. Mm. Um, but then I came back into it in 2017. So it, it was a kind of a long break because then I became a mother and, you know, did the whole mom thing at a very young age as well. So, well, let me rephrase that at 21. <laughs> so then, you know, now that I'm older, I, I was like, you know what, this is what I've been missing in my life. So here we are. Okay. So do you remember the moment or the match or the promo that made you get back into it? Um, it was, I want to say it was, uh, the fiend SummerSlam, um, oh, wow. when he came back, when he not came back, but he had that whole, um, the fiend gimmick. And I was just, I was just taken back. I was like, wow, like, this is amazing. Who is this person? And he actually ended up being the first fig that I ever purchased for that reason. It was just a moment in time that I was just like, wow, like this is, this is amazing from, you know, his entrance to you know the his, his character his wrestling technique and style it was just it was amazing it reminded me of like you know the undertaker in a way but his own version that's interesting you say that i have a, I have a question later on if i remember so okay with that being said obviously the attitude error is the it for the it the thing for a lot of people right and you weren't the only one that wasn't allowed to watch it a lot of people weren't allowed to watch it they were still watching it right mm-hmm Matter of fact, I'm gonna say the question for last because that's a that's a that's that's, that's, a, that's that's like an ending question. Okay. What got you into? I know, I know you said I know you said that the, the fiend was the first figure you picked up, but what made you get into collecting? Like you yeah, you picked up the fiend character because as you said you said it re- very well. That was a moment in time. Like if you don't have that fiend figure, that fiend figure is probably gonna be eighty five bucks now, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty up there. <laughs> right. So I understand why you approached it, but what made you, what what figure did you buy that, that then you realized, okay, I'm a collector now. Like these, this means something to me to have in my collection. It, it was the, that first figure from um, oh, wow. SummerSlam Series 77. Oh, you know the uh, series, was, Jesus. It, for me, it was just because, you know, it's a moment in time that I can forever remember. Um, I'm a mock collector, so... I love to keep everything in good condition, but also because the back of the packaging has a story to tell. Mm. So therefore, you know, I, I don't have, maybe I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling, but now I have these figures from a moment in time that maybe I wasn't watching, but now I have 
the figure to go with those moments. And it was with that one figure that I was like, wow, like this can just lead to, you know, I could just have more moments in my presence. And I think, I just think it was because like I said, I missed a lot of it. And, you know, when I, even when I was little, I would try to play with the toys that my uncle had because he, you know, was a little, he was younger. So he would take them out of the package and whatnot, but I was never really able to just fully enjoy them. And so maybe I think that's why I'm a mock collector because even though they're really nice to look at, I don't want to take them out of the package just because I feel like they look so neat. You know, the, the box and the detail and everything else is just, it's incredible. So for people so. who don't know, because not everybody listens to my show as a mock collector, tell them what mock means. Uh, mint on card. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you're fine because I, I don't use that terminology myself. I just say I keep it in the box. Um, but, oh, gotcha. but But I know what it is, you know. <laughs> so so I, but a lot of times, like, like, like I know a lot of collectors I that started listening to the show because let's uh, start listening to my show, and they would like always correct me, like they'll email me or something, and say, "Hey man, why don't you say mental?" I said, "I just I've never said that terminology. I think I've, I've always just said it out loud, but I know what it means. But a lot of times people don't know what it means. But no, so it's interesting you say that. So with with you saying essentially the fiend Bray Wyatt brought you back to wrestling, brought you to collecting." What do you think of his current run going on right now? Do you still watch? Uh, oh, do, wow. That, that, that side was all that. Not a fan. Oh, wow. <laughs> that side was amazing. Okay, go. Please go. I, okay, I love The Fiend. I love him. You know, he, or, you know, Bray Wyatt, even Bray Wyatt. I, I really enjoyed that. This new person that we brought back, you know, kind of like, you know, in his head, doesn't really know, you know, Uncle Howdy. The distractions, the that lights out match, it was just all over the place. You know, <laughs> I I feel like he's greater than what we're being presented with. Mm. And when when I'm thinking of like a comeback for him, I'm thinking he's gonna come back. He's gonna you know, he's gonna take everybody by storm just as he did in the past. And I was almost a little let down. I I I couldn't get behind it. Uh, I tried really hard, and I'm still waiting for him to you know turn and to whatever this character is going to be. But as for now, I'm kind of turned off by the whole idea. <laughs> I don't think he should be going up against LA Knight. Nothing against LA Knight, but I just think it's an awkward matchup. I feel like LA Knight can be doing so much more with, you know, maybe somebody like Theory per se, or, you know, anybody else but Bray Wyatt. I just feel like they're just really awkward together. And maybe just this storyline is just prolonged and, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Bring back the theme. <laughs> well, it's interesting you say that because I, I, I have a friend of mine who loves Bray Wyatt, but he feels Bray Wyatt shouldn't be a wrestler. He should be an actor. And I said, mm. that's probably true because he has so many ideas. And I think Bray has said in an interview before that um, a lot of times he has to be brung, brought in. Like Triple H was so good with him at NXT because Triple H could hear all these ideas and then say, no, no, dude, like you're overthinking this, you're overanalyzing it. Bring this in. Let's let's take three or four of these ideas. Um, I, my take on Bray Wyatt is I figured last year, I said on, my, on this show, I said he doesn't fit anywhere but WWE because no one else can, one, afford the guy, and two, no one else can really... Like, with Matt Hardy, he has wrestling ideas. Bray Wyatt legitimately does have movie ideas. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
and, I agree. Yeah, and so like when you have someone like LA Knight, well now it's that they're they're past that now. Now it looks like Bobby Lashley's his WrestleMania opponent. Um, but when you have someone like LA Knight, LA Knight is a wrestler's wrestler. He cut he's cutting promos, he's he's doing all those things. Bray Wyatt is just a different beast. And Seth Rollins said it in an interview last year with uh, Ariel Hawani. He said no one comes out looking better when it comes to the Phoenix except for Randy Orton. And that's very yeah. true. And the problem with Bray Wyatt is his greatest opponent in the ring is an AEW and Brian Danielson. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I, I agree. That that matchup was insane. That storyline was incredible. Right. But like when you take your greatest opponent and he's away now, you have to find someone that matches that. And there's people who we can wrestle with is just I don't know if Bray wants to wrestle. Sometimes I just don't get the vibe he wants to wrestle at all, you know? Yeah, I agree, especially with, you know, the whole L.A. Night, you know, storyline. It was more so um, theatrical. It was, that's yes. what it was. It was the story being told and everything else. And I think we were just ready for him to wrestle. <laughs> I think we were just like, just get in the ring and do what you do, man. <laughs> right. And, and hopefully this WrestleMania, we're going to get into some more collecting in a second. But I, want, I do want to get your thoughts on the current state of wrestling. Like, are you, because I see part of your collection, for any, I'm, first of all, I'm going to put her link in the description, but go to Pretty Fit Collector's Instagram, Instagram, you'll see some of her collection as well. Do you prefer, are you one of the people that prefers, like, WWE to AEW, or do you just love wrestling? No, I'm just a fan of wrestling. Um, I When AEW really started to hit, I was really impressed, or I wasn't impressed, I will take that back. I was um, excited to see a new, you know, a new company, you know, doing something different. And it kind of gave me like an attitude era feel with the blood mm. and, you know, the women, uh, well, not, the, the women not have the attitude era feel, but the women doing more wrestling, you know, the, the tempo that the wrestling is happening at. Yeah. I was, I was really a fan of that. I'm, I still am a fan. I just don't watch it as much. I'll just catch like the highlights. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do, I do enjoy just wrestling in general. I will say I watch more WWE only because I don't know. I guess that's where my heart is. Sure, but, sure. Uh, I, I don't. I, I'm not the preference. I don't have one preference over the other at all. Okay, yeah, because that's how I am as well. And so I do get a lot of people who do not like me for that, like because I can be diplomatic towards all wrestling. Because not all wrestling is good wrestling, but there's a ton of wrestling now, you know. And okay. um. I've never preferred one or the other because I've always had different favorites in both. Me growing up in Louisiana, that was NWA country. So I was fortunate that my grandfather loved wrestling enough to where he watched both. But like he 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 preferred WCW, NWA, but he would watch everything because he loved it. Um, okay. So that's why I'm like, I get the whole thing. Like you can, especially I didn't know you were a mom until like. 20 minutes before we went on air but it makes yeah. sense you have a, you have a kid so like so you you can't be sitting in front of tv all the time um exactly. yeah. <laughs> right. so, so it makes sense but even if wb is where your heart is i i get that i can't knock it so before we get back into collecting i have one question for you are you are you a fan of two night wrestlemanias am i what i'm sorry a fan of two night wrestlemanias no no i'm not i i'm not at all i feel like it's it's it needs to be just one. I feel like the two days is kind of like dragging and then you're kind of um, stretching out these matches when we can just have one amazing show and one night. Uh, last year with um, the way it was, second night, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't as invested as the first night. The first night, I'm a big Austin fan, so the okay. first night I was like, yes, like this is amazing. But then the second night I was like, eh, it's like kind of, you know, <laughs> it, it wasn't as great. And I feel like, 
it would be a great day to have, I mean, it would be great just to have one full day of wrestling where we could just, you know, get it out of the way and watch it all from beginning to end. Makes sense. So I've done a lot of thinking about this and I will say this because last year I went to Dallas, not for WrestleMania, but for, uh, actually for the Briscoes and FTR. I went there for the ROH Supercard and I ended up doing a bunch of, because I've been to WrestleMania's before and I say, you know what, I've been to WrestleMania's, but I've never done the things that are in the surrounding area. I've never done an ROH show. I've never done WrestleCon. So I decided to do those things instead of going to a WrestleMania because I've been to WrestleMania's. Um, I will say this. The benefit of it, and I thought about this when I was in Dallas last year, the huge benefit of it is if you are, as you said, you're a huge Austin fan, right? And nothing was mm-hmm. ever confirmed by a match, but it was high, it, it, we all knew it was going to be a match because there was too much hype train behind it for it to not be a match, right? So the benefit of it was I met so many people that was there Saturday who said, thank God I don't have to sit through an eight-hour WrestleMania to see Austin. I, I came for my one night, did everything I wanted to do, and now I'm going home. You know, so that is the benefit of that if you're going to the live show. Now, if you're at home watching, that's where I do agree with you because it's like, okay, now I have to make sure I'm available for two nights because I don't want... If you're one of these people, you tend to not want things spoiled or how it goes and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I do agree with you on that front. But if you're actually going to these shows, I think it does benefit you because then you can pick and choose when you want what you want to do, what's more important to you. Because no matter what, WrestleMania is a big deal and there's so many things that happens that you can't always get to. I remember I went to one WrestleMania. I don't remember which, which mania it was. But uh, the Hardys and the Young Bucks were having the first match ever. And this is before I started renting cars, which became really helpful. I remember they were there where they were wrestling that night was like 40 minutes away. So I was like, a 40 minute Uber is like $85 one way. Can't afford that. So, <laughs> so not going to that. So about, I would much rather gone to that than the WWE show they had that particular, or I think it was a Hall of Fame they had that night or something like that. So, I can understand why if you're actually there, it really does benefit you. But no, you're you're right. Like a much rather one night extravaganza. Let's get this over with, and then yeah. we move on. <laughs> well, maybe because I've never been to a WrestleMania, so I, you know, I'm just like, just give it to me in one day. <laughs> but um, they're actually going to be in, in Hollywood this year, and I was supposed to go, but my my plans changed, so I'm not going to be able to attend. But oh, that's I am going to be doing WrestleCon, however. Well, you should definitely do WrestleCon. I, I, I've been back and forth debating on WrestleCon. I was going to go to WrestleCon actually again because I enjoyed it so much last year, but then my plans changed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to be I have to be on the complete opposite side of the country uh, that week. But um, I, I WrestleCon delivered like for. Have you ever been to WrestleCon before? I haven't. I I haven't. I've never been to a signing. I've never. I've only been to a, like three shows in my whole life. Really? That's <laughs> and that a... was just that was just as of recently. Two were WWE house shows, and mm-hmm. then um, AEW came t- last year, mm-hmm. I believe, um, to my city, and I was able to attend my first AEW show. Okay. And that one was taped. That was. Um, was it dark or something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, no, it was dark, but it was the whole card. It was uh, oh, Dynamite, okay. Rampage, uh, Ring of Honor. It was when um, when Jay had just passed. Oh, you went to that show? Holy crap! Yes. You went to yeah, a... I was there. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, you went to a sad but good show to be at. Um, yes, <laughs> definitely. It was it was an amazing experience. Yeah. So, 
just to prepare you, I don't know what package you've gotten. That's none of my business or all that stuff. We'll take, you can tell me off air if you want to. But the thing that impressed me most about WrestleCon was I've been to a ton of signings. I've been to a ton of things. I, I don't try to do the shows too much anymore unless they're smaller shows because I get uh, really bad anxiety, especially WWE shows. Because for some reason, I somehow have the most interesting slash weird experiences at WWE shows, for example. Like, my last WWE show was at the Royal Rumble 2020. And this is when COVID was building momentum, but we didn't know how serious yeah. it was. But I was in Houston, and, and no lie, the the I gave my uh, ID to the front, uh, the lady up front, one of the, whatever they're called, the cashiers, just to get into the building because I had they they had will call and my tickets at will call, and she wouldn't give me my, my my ID back, and it was like the weirdest thing because the they were not prepared for WWE and the fans that came out. When I mean, I was in line for four hours. I was in line for four hours. By the time I got in. The first match had already started and was almost over between Reigns and whoever he I think it was Reigns and Corbin. And it was just, it, those type of things happen at WWE events for some reason when I go to them. And it just gives me anxiety. So I just can't really go to those shows anymore. But I was so impressed with WrestleCon. I didn't know what to expect. I got the whole package, like the VIP thing, everything, just to kind of spoil myself. Because I said, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it the whole way. It was so organized. Um, the wrestlers were really nice like i think i know one I, <laughs> I know one fan which and i'm i'm still questioning if he was telling me the truth or not he claimed he had a bad experience with um juice robinson but my question to him was what did you say to juice robinson <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you know like cause every wrestler well, i mean every wrestler was chill like get there thursday night no one none of the real big names are there it's like one or two big names but like for the most part not everybody's flown into town right so you get there it's pretty quiet friday morning is when the shit hits the fan everybody's there so you feel like you're kind of feeling like okay i'm not gonna get everything i want autographed but really you, you, you tend to realize that okay not everybody's going for the same things. Like, the only person I didn't get an autograph from that I really wanted an autograph from, and that's because her line was so ridiculous and I didn't see it coming, was Mickey James. Oh, yes. I, I just didn't see that coming. And I remember, like, being in line, and people said, are you... I, we, we, we were... All of us were so stunned. We're like, are you really a Mickey James fan? They were, they were dudes and women with 20 different things for her to sign. And I was like, oh, I'm not waiting in this shit. And I left. But I think you're going to enjoy it. But also, before you go, my last bit of advice, try to go there with a, a list. I don't know how many people you're going to get autographs from, but go with your top five list. Get those knocked out first. And then go to everyone else that you want to. If you get the, that, that top five knocked out, you'll feel way more comfortable. Well, thank you. Thank you for the advice because I, I don't know what to expect. But um, I'm only going to, there's only a few, like maybe three that I want to meet. Who are they? I'm going to use WrestleCon to network for my brand. Um, I want to really put myself out there and, you know, interact with other people and, you know, pass out stickers and stuff of that oh, nature. Oh, that's a great place really, to do it. You know, just talk about PFC and, you know, get people to notice her and, you know, what she brings. And I feel like, um, it would be a great place to do it. I, honestly, for me, I, I don't know if it's, and this is going to sound silly, but I would love to meet wrestlers, but knowing that they don't, they were, they're not really necessarily going to remember me. It kind of just puts a damper in, in my little heart. And I'm just like, well, I, 
you know, I'm a mother, so I, I don't have a bunch of money to spend, you mm -hmm. know, so instead of just spending all this money, you know, meeting these people, I'd rather just, you know, spend a little bit of money, meet the ones I really want to meet, and mm -hmm. then just, you know, network and go from there and see where that takes me. So, I almost got a booth myself, nice. <laughs> but when I seen how much it was, I was like, no, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> $900 is, is a whole lot of money. <laughs> Maybe who, next year. <laughs> who is your three people you want to meet? Um, I want to meet Bret Hart for sure. Okay. Um, and I don't I don't know. I don't know about the rest yet. I think okay. I'll just decide when I get there. So who, um, so it's interesting you said you said something earlier. You said you wanted to promote your brand. Who 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 is PFC? Tell me. I don't know who you are. Uh, <laughs> PFC is amazing. She, you know, she's a She's a pe person for the people. Um, I am not, not only a collector, you know, I'm an advocate for, you know, positivity and all good things. Um, I'm really trying to, you know, get get out there and, you know, maybe some way or somehow, you know, get into this industry. I'm really a, a fan of, you know, not the limelight, but just I feel like I have a purpose. I feel like there's when I created this page, it wasn't just the collecting aspect i feel like it's greater than that um okay. so i can't tell you exactly who she is but i know that she she's she's on her path to good she's on her the path you know to do big things and i have this you know the my familia that i like to call them my huge support system who keep me going and keep me motivated and that's that's what i want to spread to people i want people to know like you know there's there's a place a safe place where you know we could all create my own little tight-knit community i guess you could say I what you're saying. Um, and really you know take this to the next level so one thing i will say to you is not every wrestler forgets you a lot of these people have met these wrestlers and hang out with these wrestlers for years and oh, wow. and just so you know for the record i've had uh, godfather on the show before i've had several wrestlers on the show godfather every time i've seen him he's been to colorado for signings um he, he'll text me and say hey are, are you stopping through or whatever and um he, he's always been super gracious super kind i would never say him and i are friends or anything but we're definitely good acquaintances you know like i said he's reached out to me several times just to say hey, ask how i'm doing um i remember the first time i ever met godfather um i met him at a signing in colorado because there was a comic book store i go to all the time and they had him they had him and coco beware and um i didn't have a godfather action figure but he signed like an eight by ten any and i've said this before on the show I hate eight by 10 signatures. If I'm going to get a signature, it's going to be on an action figure. It's just my thing. And um, he, I, I said, how much? I, we had a conversation at that moment. I asked him to be on the show right there on the spot. He said, yeah, sure, man. Here's my phone number. Here's my email, blah, blah, blah. He came on the show. It was super cool. And then uh, I saw him at last year's WrestleCon. And I had I had an action figure. He said, you finally got one, huh? I said, yeah, I finally got an action figure. Cost me a goddamn lot of money. Um, but it, for, but I really wanted that action figure with his, with his autograph on it. But don't don't see it that way. I, I want to encourage you to see it as um, an opportunity to, as you said, to network. But don't think that they're gonna forget you. Like, yeah, some some people will. Yeah, like, everyone I met at the New Japan line last year, like Minoru Suzuki and Jay White, I'm sure they forgot about my high yellow ass, and that's fine because they had so many people and they were on such a tight schedule. But I'm telling you right now, you will have the opportunity to talk to a lot of these people. Like my cousin is a um, bodybuilder um, and he he came on the last day I paid for a ticket for him to come just so we could experience it together. We took a picture of Mark Henry. Him and Mark Henry were having a 30 minute conversation. I finally said, hey, fuckers, I want my picture and my autograph. 
and <laughs> wow. it, it, but yeah, it's 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 it, that's what it's there for. Those wrestlers are probably some of them. They're pretty relaxed, you know, because um, they're in a safe space. Like it's a contained space. No one's following them. Some of those wrestlers are even staying in the same hotel. Like I stayed in the hotel that was. Uh, a lot of the wrestlers were staying as well because it's a it's a hotel set up everything. So I stayed in that hotel just so I didn't have to drive all over the place. And I'm telling you, it's if you want your brand to build, don't think of it as you, you being forgettable. Because I've never talked to you, and I looked up and down your page, and you I can remember you. You know what I'm saying? So you're definitely oh, memorable. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I guess it's just that the whole, you know, anxiety thing, like, oh, maybe they won't remember me. Maybe they see a bunch of people. But (laughs) when when you put it in that perspective, it it does make sense. So maybe maybe I'll meet a little bit more than just the three. Um, no, it, I understand what you're saying. Though. If it's a signing at a Kmart or a, a cricket store, yeah, they're not gonna remember you probably. I get that. But and when since you're since you've already invested in WrestleCon, just go there with the mindset that you have right now. I like I actually like your mindset. Like I wish I would have gone there with the mindset. It, I I just literally didn't know what to expect, and I was just trying to immerse myself in a fun weekend. Um. And that's that's just how that's at the time that's just how I kind of saw it, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But you're already going through it with the mindset, so you're you're pretty good. Uh, just a couple more questions for you before we go. Yeah, of course. Outside of the fiend figure, that's clearly that's clearly your number one. That's which is cool. What other one would be if you have one? Which other other one would would be your like? If I came to you and said, "Hey, I have ten thousand dollars, I have a million dollars." Which one would you not sell? Which one is your like your most prized prized possession? Um, I would have to say my DX double pack with China and Triple H, where she's holding two titles. Okay. It, it, not because it has like this crazy amount, you know, value behind it, but because it just I was a you know huge China fan. I feel like she paved the way for many mm-hmm. of you know our superstars now that you know are inspired by her physique, you know, her t- style of wrestling and we're you know, just not afraid of, you know, being, being a little bit, you know, bulkier and a little bit more, you know, about the wrestling, not necessarily the, the pretty or whatever the case may be, but that figure to me, it's just, I, DX was just such a great, you know, um, how would I say it? Just it was just a great moment for wrestling right. and her being a woman, not necessarily Triple H, but just the dynamic that they, the both they both had. Just I would never get rid of that one. It took me forever to find too. <laughs> so I've actually never seen that. I know I know exactly the two packer. I know exactly the two packer talking about. I've actually I never wanted it either, but I've actually never seen it um, in person, um, mainly because and you live in a with you staying where you stay at. Um, you're in one of the prime markets. Being in Colorado, dude, they get everything last. Legitimately, they get everything last. So, like, by the time it comes here, it's already off the shelves. So, I don't even fight it anymore. I used to do, like, toy hunts and stuff. I don't do it. Like, it's ironic that we're having the interview this day because I went to Target this morning just to be an adult for the first time in my life. And I'm shopping for stuff. And I just ran into a, uh... Chase CM Punk AEW figure, which I was like, oh, wow. cool, I'll get it, you know. But like, I don't, even, I don't do toy hunts anymore. If I'm in a Target or something, I'll stop and look. But for the most part, I just buy everything online now, just because it's 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 less of a hassle. And like, mm-hmm. example, I told the story before on this show. You wear something crazy when the first wave of AEW came out. 
somehow every store in Colorado got every figure except for Brandy Rhodes. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't get any of that. But I know exactly what two-pack you're talking about. It's a, it's a cool two-pack. I just never wanted it because I already have so many. Tri- I'm not big on having doubles and triples of figures. And I already have so many Triple H figures. I was like, I don't, no, no more. I, I tap out. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I uh, I live in Central California. I had to go to L.A. to get it. And I wasn't even looking for it. Nor did I know that it existed. This was really uh, early on. Uh, when I first started collecting, and mm-hmm. when I did, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I had to have this!" But by that time, they had already marked it up. Um, it's at a store called Frankincense, and it was already marked up. And I still purchased it, but um, I don't. I did, at that time, I didn't have any Chinas, um, mm. and that was the first one I had. I think the only Triple H I had was a basic, and even still, I think I only have one other Triple H. So I'm not a big fan of doubles either. I feel like. You know, I have a few of the ones that I like, but right. I really don't even have like a shrine of one particular person that I would have a lot of. Is there a figure that's not in your collection that you want? Um, an AW Chase. <laughs> Any Chase? I, I've never found a Chase in the wild, and I am a hunter. I love to go hunting all the time, and I have yet to find one. And I know we, you know, you can purchase them. Um, ringside collectibles. They, you know, they'll have their exclusives every now and then. That you know they sell but i'm just i want to find i want my oh crap moment right, when, right. you know in the wild when i find it like yes i've been looking for this for years <laughs> whichever one it is i'm content with whatever one as long as it's a chase yeah that you plus if you purchase the chases um like i've seen several chases that comic book stores have that they could purchase them but dude they're marked up so high that mm-hmm. like Yep. It's like four or five. I, I saw a Jericho Chase at a comic book store, and I was going to buy it because it was like 80 bucks. Then uh, to me, in my head, something you just said that triggered me was the whole point of a chase is seeing it and saying, holy crap, right? Yeah. And exactly. so that defeats the purpose of it. I've seen plenty of them. Um, I found two. Today was my second one. I found Punk and I found Darby. Um, but I've never actually gone out looking for them. They, they actually, to be honest with you, they actually don't really do anything for me. Uh, it just adds more to my collection. It makes me spend more money, which it ma- makes me hate myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a cool that. moment. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh. I just, I felt that. No, it's true, though. So that's why it's so funny. Because this morning, I really went there to be an adult. I said, I got yeah. I got to get orange juice, cranberry juice. And I stopped there and I said, oh, God, 20 more bucks. Here you go. Um, yeah. It was so frustrating. But it, I, I wanted it in my collection because, as you said, it's that old crap moment. So... All right, last yeah. question I have for you before we move to the, the final part. Question I have for you, the second last question. Excuse me. Um, so, what is the the what is what does your collection look like? Like, how big is it? Like, do you have you counted? Like, do you know? Uh, <laughs> the last time I counted, I was a little over three hundred. Okay. Um, but that's including like my uh, wrestling pops. Um, I have like some pop culture stuff. So I mean I have other things that I did been dabble in. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as just the wrestling figs, I don't I don't know how many there are. There are a bunch. It's the majority of my collection for sure. Okay, and what is the one in the collection that you bought it, but you're kind of like, I could have done without this. I was just being, I was just being a knucklehead at this point. Like what? what we all have that one in our collection. What's what was that for you? Um, uh, I don't, honestly, I I don't. 
I don't impulse buy. Oh, okay. um, You're good. With, when I purchase figs, I, I buy them because they mean something. Okay. Um, I'm not one to just, oh, let me get the whole line because the wave is right here and I got to be the one to have it all. Right. Um, I'm more so like, okay, um, you know, this this cane, this Legends cane reminds me of, you know, this moment in time. Mm. Or, you know, this Miss Elizabeth reminds me of this moment in time. So that's, I feel like, all of my figs have a purpose. Um, I don't, I, I just hate wasting money. No, <laughs> on, you. you know, things that I don't need to spend money on, right. especially having a child. So, uh, you know what? I take that back. Cause as I'm sitting here, I'm looking, I bought a big E basic and I was <laughs> <laughs> as we're speaking, I just looked, I'm like, wait, when did I get that? And why? <laughs> And I want to say it's because I don't have any biggie in my collection. That's why I purchased it. <laughs> that was so perfect because you would never notice. But, but in my head, I'm like, she's full of shit. She's so full of shit. <laughs> I, I, I was saying that in my head the entire time. And then you just, boom. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm serious. Like, honestly, I only buy the shit that I, I'm sorry, the stuff that I like. You can curse. It's fine. I don't care. Um, that big right now. <laughs> like, why did you get this? <laughs> no, no, the only reason, no, I believe, I, I completely believe you don't want to waste money. The thing I said, the reason why I didn't believe you is because we all have that one figure, and I just, I, I kind of figured you forgot about it. Like, the one figure I have that I regretted buying immediately was I saw this Swerve Strickland figure, basic, which I hate basic figures, in, <laughs> in, yeah, in the wall, in a Walmart, right? And legitimately, I had forgotten that he had gotten released by WWE. So I'm like, oh, wow, I've never seen a Swerve Strickland figure. I better get this, you know? Mm-hmm. No lie to you. The minute I rip up my receipt and throw it away I, outside the Walmart, I get in my car, and I'm like, holy crap, he got released. I don't want this. I'm looking for the receipt, and I remember I just ripped it up. <laughs> I was so mad. And it's just sitting in my collection, and... I couldn't even get, when I met him last year, I couldn't even get him to sign it because they didn't permit you to bring your own figures into the building. So I have a fucking 8x10, which is annoying, but I just know we all have that one figure we just easily forget about because it's yeah. so forgettable. And it's a basic <laughs> figure, so it makes it, it makes, makes me hate it even more. I cannot stand basics. I'm like, why why would I even buy a basic? But yet, I have a few of them. But that one in particular, I'm just like, I, I don't know why. I, I really don't know. <laughs> I, I just think it's a moment of weakness. We just saw it and we just said whatever. But yeah. yeah. You know, probably wanting to leave with something. It was just like, you know what, Biggie will do. <laughs> exactly. So now that makes sense. So yeah. my last two questions for you are this. One, what is your favorite wrestling moment? Any moment you can choose in the last six years that you've been back into wrestling? Um, I want to say when Edge came back. Okay. Um, and that's only because it brought me to tears. Okay. It was just such an amazing moment. And the, I got the chills. I got, it was a whole freaking, it was a whole vibe in itself. And in that moment, I was just like, wow, this man is, he's actually back. Like, what the hell? And it, only because, you know, Edge, it, I remember him from even way back then mm-hmm. um, when he was with the broods and whatnot. So I'm just like, wow, like this is, this is amazing. This is amazing. What is your favorite moment from when you were a kid? Um, Hell in a Cell, 1998, Undertaker and Kane. You mean Mankind? I'm sorry. Yes, Mankind. So sorry. 
<laughs> but if Kane took that fall, I don't think we. I don't think Kane will be around no, no, anymore. No, 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 man, Kane. My apologies. <laughs> no, I was making sure because there was two. There, people forget this, but there were two Hell in a Cell matches the same week. They had a Hell in a Cell match that Monday night. People just don't remember it because no one remembers that. Because why would you? Because Mick Foley got thrown off a cell the next like six days yes. later. So no, yes. some people have made that mistake to me. I just want to clarify. So no, okay. No, thank you, thank you for, thank you for checking me on that because yes, that that's that is the moment I'm talking about. It was incredible, incredible. I still watch that match to this day. I've only watched that match when people. I've only watched that match with like my ex girlfriends when like they're like I don't know how you could, I don't know how you could watch this and I put that match on in particular and that's like. Everybody I've dated in the last seven, eight years, if I put that on, they are then watching the rest of the show and not realizing they're watching it, and I've walked out the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's exactly what. When someone asked me, like, why do you, why do you like this so much? And I'll like, this is why. Watch this, <laughs> and I'll send the link. Like, watch this. And it's just it's it, just such an amazing moment. Speaking of moments, that is something that is wow. Um, well, is there anything you want to plug before you go? I'm also going to ask you to. Um, text me the links to your, your stuff so that way I can put okay. it in the description uh, when the show comes out. And we'll talk about all that stuff off air, but um, just so I, I say it for the audience so that way they know about it at least because I had a, a, a really bad habit of when I first had some guests on, I wouldn't say anything and I would say, hey, well, I'm going I'm to ask for their links when we get off air. And then I didn't ask for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I say it as a way to remind myself to say it again, but can you, can you please plug your stuff and where they can find you, yeah, et cetera, et cetera? Of course. Thank you. Um, please follow me at the Pretty Fit Collector across all platforms. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. We just hit 500 subscribers, so I'm going to be having a giveaway coming up pretty soon, so don't miss out. If you're shopping for any wrestling um, action figures and you're using ringside collectibles, feel free to use code PFC and it will save you 10% off. If you are into Funko Pops, especially rare and exclusive ones, you can shop at Optic Collectibles. Code PFC10 will save you 10% off. And if you're into street fashion, um, I'm also an affiliate of Honeycomb Hideout, and code PFC20 can save 20%. And everything is linked in my bio, and the links will automatically apply, apply the discount. That's super dope. So thank you for coming on. That is the show for this week. And thank you again, PFC, for coming on. This was fun. Um, this was amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. I had a blast. You're welcome. So that's the show for this week, guys. This is Soul Chemical. That is Pretty Fit Collector, Tia. I see things a little differently. We are out.